going crazy. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Shit is real. Shit is getting real. Yeah. Shit is real. What? Okay, wow. Yeah. Wow. We wow. back in here, people. Corona. Happy 2020. And happy 2020. How y'all feeling? And we come back with the goddamn Rona. <laughs> goddamn Rona. Damn it, Rona. We are back for another episode of We Sound Crazy, the first episode of 2020, or just say 2020. And what a way to come back. What, what a, way a way to way come, to come back. back. Lord. Yo, wow. Billionaire's in the building. Claude Kelly's in the building. Chuck Harmony is definitely in the building. Bacon from Macon is in the building. Yeah. And Rona's hopefully not in the building. <laughs> no, she's not in she the not building. She's not in this damn building. Sister Rona not here. No. We got Lysol, hand sanitizers, Clorox wipes. I mean, I, I brought my own stash. Y'all had plenty over yeah, here at the yes, workshop. Yeah, yes, yes. We have, we, have, we have that and some other stash as well. I see. Yes. <laughs> yes. Whatever you got to do to get through. This is not a game. No, this is nuts. So nuts. this coronavirus... Was it C COVID nineteen? COVID nineteen. I don't like calling it. Why does COVID nineteen sound like a Bible verse? COVID nineteen sound. It sound biblical. Sound like a Bible verse. Turn into COVID nineteen. Turn into the book of COVID verse nineteen. COVID nineteen. It's like someone has a tattoo that says COVID nineteen. It's a Bible verse on them. Yeah. This 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 is a first. Yeah. This is a total first. I never thought I'd see this in my life. You said Joe. You say I'm stunned. Okay. So we're all around the same age. We lived through a lot. We've seen. 9-11, mm -hmm. um, the AIDS crisis, mm -hmm. the crack epidemic, all kind of stuff. But Rona, big Rona? I've Rona Bennett. Rona Bennett? <laughs> Rona Bennett? Doing, wow, bro? yikes. I hate what you doing? <laughs> I'm just, I that sucks you. to be named Rona. I love, right, right, right. <laughs> I love you. Sister Rona. Nah, but Rona, this, 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 I've never seen the whole world yeah. shut down. You should. Well, shut down, enjoy a new episode. Well, a boom. Episode of we're, us. we're here to keep your company. Yeah. Well, what's good? <laughs> Crazy. You know, but I look at this as a blessing in disguise um, because, you know, this does give us an opportunity to really just kind of reset and sit back and think about what's really important. I know and a me, lot of stuff we were doing was yeah. not important. It's true. Right. Right. Can I tell y'all how much food I have in this house of mine? <laughs> Yo, listen. Like, I'm like, I don't need another snack, another, right. ch another chip. Another nothing. Yeah, I, I'm sitting there like I like my girlfriend just bought a Peloton. Peloton, how do you say this yeah, thing? Peloton. Yeah, Peloton right? So she's like on that thing, focus, like you know, working out, like on the journey, like you know, I'm doing on, on 30 minutes. You know, yes, I'm feeling great, and I'm like, nigga, where them Doritos at? Honey right. <laughs> buns, honey buns, oatmeal cream pies and shit. Oh, you, you got all that tomorrow? All that. Yeah, I, I made the mistake of getting a box of uh, Cheez Its. <gasps> I got some of those gonna last me through the whole of two, three weeks. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, so, hold on, on. So, that, so, so when you you went to the grocery store, yeah, man. and you knew that the that big Rona was coming, and you had the option to, to find to to pick the snack, snack of choice. For snack me, of it's choice. Always cheese it and and, and Mike and Nike. Okay, you I see. Know, you know Ooh. me. 
Okay, oh. I see. I see what you've done here, and I respect your I respect your choices. Timon got me hooked on one of my snacks now. Oh, so I got that? two things that I have to have in the house. I'm such a so okay. My new snack, and uh-huh. you put me on. It's those uh, kettle potato oh, the, chips, oh, the spicy yeah. ones, yeah, the, the, the jalapeno. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, mm, amen. Timon was <laughs> eating these one day in the office, and I said, "What are those?" And I messed with him because he had a big bag of them. <laughs> and when I tell you, this shit is incredible. I hate to be given. Is it Lay's? I think is the brand. No, it's um. Mama Clancy's. Yes, somebody. Mama but it's, Clancy's from, from, from Aldi. Shout out to Aldi. <laughs> Mama Clancy. Is she from Macon? No. <laughs> Yo, these chips are so. I don't know where Mama good. Clancy is from, but these chips she are amazing. She make the hell out of some. What damn kind of chips jalapeno. are they? Again? They're like jalapeno, like potato chips. So that's like. that's 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 your that's your Rona snack. So, so that and and pop tarts. <gasps> I, I gotta pop get some pop tarts, my dude. <laughs> my mother called me, was like, "I'm sure you got some pop tarts in the house." I'm like, "Yeah, I got boxes of these motherfuckers, like <laughs> pop, all flavors: blueberry, <laughs> strawberry, cherries. Like, I got them all." I so gotta get pop. I respect yeah. that. I respect yeah. that. Pop tarts. I love Oreos, <gasps> so I have a lot of Oreos. The vanilla or the original? No, the original, okay. or not the mint ones. Yeah, you, you the can't mint fuck around Oreos. with the mints. I, I, I gotta Listen. pass them by because. You get one of those, you you eating the whole bag, whole oh, sleeve, yeah. yeah, whole sleeve, whole like, sleeve. As Oprah would say, Oprah would say the whole sleeve, <laughs> the whole sleeve. That and mm. I also was on some Jamaican shit. I love plantain chips. Mm. So those, that those, sounds good. I'm I'm learning now that I think I might sleepwalk because <laughs> I wake up in the morning. I'm like, but why is a plantain chip bag by me in the bed? Like, what's going on? Like, why is half the chocolate bar eaten? Oh God! It's a problem. I do I, that th- too. Things you didn't know that were a problem until coronavirus came around. Yeah, Sleepwalking and eating food in the middle of the night. I got plenty of alcohol too. If anyone wants, yeah, I've been alcohol. eating a lot of uh, vanilla ice cream and Oreos. Mm. <gasps> That's like, so throwback. See, see the original I, Oreos or the the original Oreos. Okay, I can't, I, am I, I can't do all the, the, the vanilla. I like the vanilla. No, 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 I like no, the vanilla ones no, too. Oreos are good in all shapes and sizes. We are. We are. Equal opportunity Oreo here. I think somebody. I think somebody. I think somebody, <laughs> right. I think somebody posted about a carrot cake Oreo. Ooh. That, I mean, they are coming out with all kinds of flavors. Listen, now, so. listen, listen, Linda. But yeah, I throw, <laughs> I throw all the Oreos in a blender and like pulse them, and then just pour it over the ice cream, and it's like Oreos and every bite of the ice cream is like the best thing. Ooh. Say that again, boy. I take the Oreos, just throw them in a blender. Or if you have a food processor, I don't have no damn food pro- food processor. But um, what is a food processor? It's like a fancy ass blender. It's a blender. You, you oh, I probably chop, have a, you can chop you apples one. and shit. Pro- like, so um, you got one. I don't even know. I never one. operate. Um, you got one. Nothing. Okay, I'm listening. But <laughs> I just throw them in the blender, pulse them until they're like it's literally bits of Oreos and you just pour it over the ice cream. Simone, you should do this on video and post it, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, we can live vicariously three years. Sidebar, since we're going to be locked in for so quite bad. some time, I'm just, I'm just going to put it out there to all our listeners. Like, feel free to post your your, your Rona snacks so we can know what that is so we yeah, can man. be put on this Hashtag new snacks. Hashtag Rona snacks. Hashtag Rona snacks. Rona snacks. Rona snacks. Rona snacks. Rona snacks. Crazy. Yes, Phil. You came my way. Come on, Karen. The right. Ones, Twinkie. Jackie. Jackie. And Denise. And Denise. For all you folks out there that don't know, please. Please. The, the legendary Clark sisters. Yeah, man. The, the one and only. The Grammy Award winning Clark sisters. Um, so you all know Lifetime has the movie coming out for the Clark sisters. Yes. April 11th. April 11th. I'm excited about this movie, man. 4-11. So um, Lifetime was gracious enough to send over a link to us. So uh, I know Timon already watched it. Yes. Amazing movie. Great job. Shout out to Donald Lawrence, too, right? Shout out to Donald Lawrence and Missy Holly Carter. Elliott. Yeah, Missy, yeah, yeah. Missy, Mary J. Blige, Queen and Queen Latifah. Latifah. Yeah. I mean. it's it's It feels like the right time. Yeah. It do. It does. Is this like the first gospel biopic? Has, that's a good question. That's a good question. Good question. Cause so many deserve one too. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy, actually. Let me think. Yeah. I think it may be. You, yeah. It might be. Yeah. And that, Lifetime. If somebody from Lifetime is listening, please don't like play this in April and then just kind of throw it away in the vault. 
No, right. no we don't nah, see nah, it nah, again. Nah, nah, nah. Like, it's, please continue to play this because I so feel like this black history. Like right after here. seeing this movie, I feel like this is gonna be how the Jacksons' American Dream. Yo, is. You t- yeah. I, I was about to like, say it. I felt I haven't seen it, but in my mind, I feel like it's gonna give me the vibes of like how that. that was. It really felt like one of those. Like there are a lot of like one-liners that I feel like people are gonna take from and kind of recite on social I cannot media, wait. and you're gonna know like what they're referring to when you see the line. Like it's it's an amazing movie. Y'all, I cannot wait for the rest of the world to see this thing. Thank you, Phil, for sending that link over because I was hooked the entire time. It's like, awesome, great well, I, we're going to watch it. That was a commercial. Gonna, right yeah, there. I know. Seriously, I'm sitting like, well, shout out to Lifetime and special shout out to my friend, Dr. Holly Carter. Holly Carter. Dr. Carter. Yeah, she's the executive producer this film and is one who the idea originated with her Dumb. and Loretha Jones. Um, and they, you know, partnered with Queen Latifah and Shaquem and Missy Elliott and Miss Mary J. Blige. Which gospel artist would you think is next in line to deserve a proper. Movie, and I'm talking about like to your point, Timon, to this standard. Like, who, who would you love to see a movie in the gospel community? The Winans, Winans would be great, yeah, yeah, man. The whole like they need a mini yeah. series, yeah, <laughs> right, right, they like, need to tell each roots basically of roots for the Winans, <laughs> so, so many variations of that family. They need a whole mini, like a five day mini series, yeah. What, what, what do you say, Chuck? I want to see a whole movie about Kirk, mm. oh, yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, he's developing. It's in development now with uh, Devon Franklin, so that should be coming yeah. soon as well. It's gonna be good, man. I'm gonna take it all the way, all the way, all the way back. And I don't even know who could play this, but Mahalia Jackson needs a documentary. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't even know why that. Hasn't You're gonna happened live yet. a long time for real. I'm just. I ain't gonna say it on this podcast, but we'll talk off mic. Okay, okay, this okay, is, okay. Yeah, it's it's something brewing with Mahalia. Okay, because that's world history. That's just yeah, yeah. Yeah, who you say, Phil? Phil? I'm torn because um, I love the the legacy and of Pastor Shirley Caesar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shirley's a great one, but then yeah. I think about someone even on a uh, more current side, um, like Marvin Sapp is a great one. He's yeah. had a quite, quite a story, and then even like a Leandria mm-hmm. or Mary Mary or Mary Mary. Yeah. So yeah. There, I mean, there's a lot of great yeah. stories out there. And I like that it's opening up to them because there's there's stories to be told. Yeah, y'all don't y'all don't want to see James Cleveland, boy. Oh, I would be great. I almost said hell yeah, but I thought that was wrong <laughs> <laughs> for the for, for the gospel that documentary. Yeah, hell yeah, nigga. Hell I yeah, nigga. I want to see James Cleveland. What's wrong with you, cuz? <laughs> I think that would be good. I think I think Bobby Jones would be good too. Oh yeah. Sidebar. Speaking of Bobby Jones, so before the Rona hit, the last thing that me and Chuck did publicly was we were at uh, uh, the Ryman. Yeah, Let Us See. Uh, Let Us See and the Fist Jubilee Singers performed at the Ryman. great show. It was amazing. The Fist Jubilee Singers, I think la- I think if, last year, I believe, if you listen to the podcast, Phil, you were talking about it last year. And no, Chuck, I, I Oh, no, Chuck, that. you were talking about it with the NDRE. Well, Let Us See did it this year, and it was super dope. They they did it the first half, and they just did like traditional music. Mm-hmm. And it was bomb, and then Let Us See came out. They did a little song that me and Chuck wrote and produced, Pieces of Me, with with uh, the Fist Jubilee singers. We'll oh, that's amazing. We'll post, yeah. we have a little, I have a little iPhone clip. I'll a post little song. It sounded, it sounded it's a little song. <laughs> a little song. Pieces you know? of me. Yeah. Um, but um, what the hell was I saying again? Bobby Jones, but. So Bobby Jones was sitting behind us. And afterwards, we went backstage to talk to Lettuce and tell her she was dope and she was excited and it was awesome and it was all, all love. And Bobby Jones was also there. And so he's talking to her and telling her how much he loves her and she's giving it back. And then he just looks at her and says like, I bet you can't guess how old I am. And I'm standing right next to him. Like this is before. This is when you could stand less than six feet from people. So I'm standing right next to him, looking him like looking at his face. I'm I can't figure it out. And so Lettuce is kind of like, well, I don't know, like maybe, maybe 61, 62, 63. And he's like, 82. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But and when you see him up close, and this is no bullshit, the man looks like he's literally in his 50s, 60s. Like it's it's crazy. Nah. He's 82. And not just, not just, he doesn't just look good, but he moves like the way he walks. I never, like, I never would have guessed that. A young dude. Yeah. Wow. His but energy is so young and he's just so quick and yeah. one of the funniest people. Yeah. Like, yeah. like don't miss it. Like not, not slow. I don't miss a beat. No. And, I, and this, this, I'm not trying to say that like people, there's, there's many people who are that age who are that quick, but it was just so dope to see a success story of a black man in his business yeah. who looks so good at his age, mm-hmm. is so alert, is so clear-headed and so grateful for where he's at. It was so dope, man. Yeah. I, like Besides the concert, that was the thing that really stuck with me the most was just Shout Bobby, out Dr. Jones. Bobby Jones. Shout out to Dr. Bobby Jones. 
What, what was the show? Bobby Jones Gospel. Yeah, Bobby Jones yeah, Gospel. Yeah. On BET. On BET. That's actually the longest running yeah. show on cable. 35 wow. years. Crazy. Yo, that's on my playlist heavy these days. Roddy Listen, Rich, man. The yeah, box. Man. Lord. Woo. Roddy Rich got got one hell of an album, man. Yeah, he does. Is that dope? It's yes. really good. That's why it's been at the top of Billboard like almost three months now. It's yeah, crazy. that sounds crazy. Crazy. The album's dope. That and he's like, my chest. And he's like a rapper, but he's melodic as shit on his Super album. And a really nice guy. You know, you yeah. met him. I met him when um, Kirk did the Grammy performance. When I, you know, literally in rehearsals. Oh yeah, super cool, like real down to earth brother, man. That's dope. Yeah, real, real cool. Congrats though. to him, man. Yeah, shout out to Roddy Rich. What yeah. y'all listening to? Tamon, what's on your playlist these days? Ooh, it's a lot on my playlist. Oh, I mean, all, all you, you got a lot of time now. So. Yeah. Um, of course, Lucky Day just had a record that came out on the Photograph soundtrack called uh, Fade Away that I just cannot stop playing. That sounds so good. Yeah, yeah, no That's he, I mean, he. You know, I love Lucky. He does it every time. Like he cannot go mm-hmm. wrong with me. Like yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what you listening to, Claude? All right. Well, I, so much. Well, we we've been in the studio, so we've been using this as an opportunity just to get music out. But we've been working on the Shindala's album, so that actually took me down this is this whole rabbit hole of girl groups and all kind of stuff. I can't get over how, and it's a throwback. So deal with me here. But I can't, I can't get over how good. Don't walk away by Jade Sounds. Oh, yeah, I love that intro. This is what I'm it, saying to you. This is it. Just feels it could work right now. But when it dropped, but when it dropped, when it dropped, woo! You see what I'm saying to you? They don't get their love for this record, right? Damn, this is 1992? 92. That was one hell of a year. One hell of a year. Wow, I never knew that song featured samples from Cool in the Gang, Jungle Jazz, and Stevie Wonder's That Girl. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Me either. Yeah. And apparently, Don't Walk Away was also, it, it was sampled in a Tribe Called Quest award tour, in the, um, the baseline of the song. Wow. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a song song. Song. Yeah. Great song. 92. Yeah, yeah. yeah. BET needs to like bring them back for something. That Right. Yeah. Jade, I, man. I think we've gotten like visibility from every other girl group that came out around that Even time. ones we don't want visibility. Even exactly. Ones, <laughs> but who you don't want, Phil? Eh, no names needed. They know who they are. <laughs> they see the lack of phone ringing. <laughs> the public has spoken. 
But yeah, I'd love to see Jay like on a Soul Train Awards. So yeah, Jay just, would be dope. That would yeah. be a dope yeah, Soul yeah, Train yeah, throwback yeah. moment. Yeah, that song that's universal. I don't know if if you don't have that song, then I don't really trust you as a person because that song may, should make you feel something. Yeah. Let's call Jesse Collins. I should call him now. Let's not, hey, I don't get the him on the phone. Hey, Jesse Collins, we need to, Let's put pitch, Jay, something to him. Let's Jay. pitch him live when we sound yeah. crazy. Could I you? mean, we, we got time. <laughs> <laughs> Coronavirus. <laughs> Shit's getting real. <laughs> so uh, we were in the studio, like, we, like you were saying, we've been in the studio just trying to find that creativity or whatever. And we was talking about great songwriters. And we started talking about the motherfucking dream. The dream. Not only Terrius, Terrius Nash, Mr. Nash, and so not only were we were talking about him as a songwriter, we was talking. I was talking about how I used to bump his album. So after we had that conversation, I went back to his album, and it stood the test of time. And that's hard to do because most of the shit I like seven years from, uh, years ago, I don't like today. So mm. Dream stood the test of time. So shout out to Dream. I've been bumping that that love hate. LP. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, that takes me back to a time. Ooh. Falsetto is the shit. Shawty need my love is the shit. Yeah. Fast <laughs> car is the shit. All of them. You know I love a songwriter. Falsetto. Shout out to Dream. Dream. Yeah. Dream killed this shit. I'm about to go back and listen to this album, Chuck. As, as we all should. Yeah. yeah. Probably my favorite escape record, but it, it literally that's your favorite escape record. Favorite escape record, like, and okay. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, mm. so it makes me think back on Valentine's Day, actually, Valentine's Day Eve. And I took <laughs> my girl, I went to the movies, and so I'm at the Cheesecake Factory over in Green Hills area. And so I see a bunch of people, not a bunch, but a few people. And so that's when I, I found out about that is the side chick Valentine's Day, yeah. Mm. So that's all that's a real thing, I didn't know. So the day before Valentine's is it's side chick Valentine's. So it had me thinking about all the side chicks and what are they doing right now during the quarantine? Yo, oh, listen, no. listen, my dude, listen, what? listen. I, I, the There's side mad chicks. dudes right now that are quarantined with their wife and kids that didn't plan to be with their wife and kids this long. This long, they yeah. know they phone probably blowing up right blowing now. Blowing up. I'm gonna make a a, a side a, a side piece stop box. But, Playlist. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, right? For everyone that's going through right now. <laughs> but, but, but I mean, I, I, you know, I don't subscribe to the side chick movement, but I know they're necessary for some. So, yeah. um, <laughs> but, but that's my favorite side chick song that I'm dedicating to all the side chicks out there. But Timon, favorite got, side chick song. Oh, I, I got one. Oh, you got one? Oh, Claude. Monica, sideline hoe. <laughs> uh, use a hoe. Use a hoe. Sideline hoe. Oh, oh, 
<laughs> wow. Shout out to Monica. Damn. I love this song. When you call this phone, did it pick it up? No. Cause we was making love. Did you meet his mom? Have you met his kid? No. Did you know my kid was his? Get your shit Damn. together. You're making a fool of yourself. Yeah. It don't matter if he spends the night his homes. Yo, so Sideline Ho was produced by Tank and Underdogs? Yes. Yes. That was a great album. Yeah, Sideline Ho, man. It's a yeah. record. Justice for the Makings of Me. <laughs> yeah. <It's in> 2006. <laughs> yeah. That was but a good album. That's my Sideline Ho record. Shout out to Monica. Yo, shout out to Monica. I got one. SWV, you're the one. Ooh. That was that is. Oh my God. I, I totally cause she's what's my chance of willing to do anything to get in get your, in your pants. Oh, you don't have to gee. worry I won't say a thing. And if she finds out I won't say nothing. Ooh. No, no. Wow. <laughs> wow. But I'm doing the bankhead bounce right now. I'm not sure Yo, so Coco and Taj and Andrea Martin wrote that together. Andrea, Andrea, Andrea Martin, Martin wrote that. I love Andrea. Andrea Martin. Yo, she is a dope. She's so good. She's so good. And shout out to All Star who produced it. Shout out to All Star. Yeah, man. That's crazy. I know all these people. I work with all these folks. Yeah, I, I didn't even realize Andre wrote that. Yeah, co-wrote that with Coco and Taj. What y'all telling us? Y'all got some stories? <laughs> <laughs> Mine is going to be Shirley Murdoch as we lay. Oh. That's, that's, that's the ultimate one right that's there. That's the ultimate side chick anthem. Yeah, man. It's crazy. You ain't say wow. the Kelly Price version, Chuck? <laughs> Yo, real talk. I like both versions. Yeah, I Ke do too. Kelly killed it. Kelly yeah. killed it. Hi, Kelly. Faithful listener. Just catching y'all. Just trying to... Uh, Chuck, I'm sorry I threw you under the bus. No, no. I love you. you know <laughs> I love Kelly. We got to call Kelly soon. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Killed that joint. Surely, that production is so good. Timon, I'm kind of surprised at you though. Why? I'm surprised you didn't suggest your favorite side chick anthem. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What, this right? This is the one. Yeah. Oh yeah, Whitney. Yeah. Saving all my love. You know, I didn't realize this until like a few years ago. Side this chick side anthem. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the side chicks again. Oh, this is crazy. You've got your family and 
situations where her voice was just so amazing that you probably didn't even, you didn't even realize because I, I didn't realize until just now <laughs> just for real yeah so and i don't feel bad because it, it hit me like nah, two years ago i didn't, well, realize I didn't know that's what i didn't realize that me and timon were at the um but if you at the melanie fiona concert right. and she was talking about it that was last year i was like holy shit this really is a but like if song. You, apparently that was like well that song is a remake but it's kind of discussing the relationship she had with jermaine jackson back then is that really? Yeah. And then if you look at the video, the guy in the video is kind of he kind of resembles Jermaine Jackson. Jermaine. Yeah. Oh, Jermaine. 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 <laughs> New Tamar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sounds very familiar. Uh, that's the new Tamar Braxton, crazy kind of love. Timon, you're giving me a side eye. Like, wh- what do you think? Um, I'll stick with the original, which was Whitney. Whitney saving all my love for you. Yeah. Claude, you you backed away from your microphone. Is this? Oh man. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> is it me you're looking for? Yeah. <laughs> Claude, you, so Chuck, come on. You, come Tamar. on what? No. <laughs> no, no. She's got some amazing <laughs> moments on wax, but I just feel like that wasn't. Yeah. You said on wax. Live too. He live sounded two. like Donnie Simpson. But uh um, she said yeah. mini records on wax. I'm I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to 1991. <laughs> oh, goddamn wax. <laughs> oh, my God. Timon. Oh, my God. So, I, I, I mean, here's the thing. This is Billionaire. I appreciate Tamar. I like some of her songs. Um, even the earlier DreamWorks material. Mm-hmm. I've written I for Tamar. I wrote Raise the Bar. Yes. For Tamar. That was a great what, album. What was that experience like? I didn't. I wasn't in the studio with her. I wrote it and sent it in and, okay. and, and recorded it. But... Yeah, it was it was it was a fight to get it was a fight to get my 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 rights. It was a fight to get to get paid and get my get my publishing. Oh, oh. was that Vincent? Vince? No, actually, actually, uh, it was the only time that me and Lashawn ever ever butted heads. Wow. Yeah, because he was he was over the project, but I hit him up and he he, he understood what I was talking about because he's a songwriter. He knows how songwriters get treated. So I was like, yo, I have and to. And I'm sure that. he was under the direction of other people. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It was no beef between me and him. I just, I, I talked to him man to man as a songwriter because he knows what we, do, what we deal with. And I was like, you know, songwriters oftentimes don't get to hear songs before they come out, which is not fair. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't clear it unless I had heard what she had done. I loved it. What she, I loved what she did. And I love how it came out. But I was, I, just, just, just to know the people out there listening who are songwriters and producers, make sure that you're still keeping your dignity throughout the process. Mm-hmm. So that that that's what all is about is keep my dignity, but you know what I'm saying, yeah. But still, no to this song. So, <laughs> so there's damn. that. Damn, damn, Tamar. Crazy. Somebody sleeping in my bed. Shout out to the original Drew Hill. <laughs> yeah, because like there's like musical chairs, right? So yeah. I was um watching Breakfast Club a little while ago and I saw Cisco uh-huh. and Playa. Shout out yeah. to Angela Yee. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Yee. Shout I love Yee. Yee. But Drew Hill was on Breakfast Club recently and it was Cisco, well, Drew Hill, aka Cisco and two members of Playa. Yeah. 
Because Nokia is no longer in the group either. He just dropped out too. So Nokia's gone, Jazz is gone, and Woody is gone. I don't want to hear shit from from Cisco <laughs> and two and niggas player. from player that ain't what's my man Static? Yeah, yeah rest Static in peace. was the, the Stat- star player. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest man. in peace, Static. Yeah. Nigga, the pen, the voice, the creativity. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Who yes, gives yes. a fuck about these two niggas? We might as well go get <laughs> niggas from intro or something. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> who cares? Nigga, I'm not paying to see that. Ne- <laughs> what? Did, never make a promise. What does that gonna sound like? Well, why group can't say stay together? together. Right. Never make a. What is this gonna sound like? We gonna have Cisco singing this shit? Like, this is jazz only. Right. Yeah, you're right. Cause I know I'll keep you safe. I'll Which keep one of these playing niggas gonna sing this? I'll keep you satisfied. All right, well, I just was annoyed. I mm. saw that. I'm like, why can't the guy groups or just groups in general? And I think in Vogue and all the shenanigans and with. They're, right, they're the 30th right. anniversary right now. They just announced they're releasing new. In bulk, yeah, the 30th anniversary, but it's weird because they're not all together, right. so it's like you don't have the why we can't stay well, together. Apparently, they offer like when they did the whole re- reunion thing with Sylvia Rome a mm-hmm. few months ago. Oh, for the city of Hope event, yeah, yeah, they offered apparently they, they told them, Hey, come on tour with us for the 30th anniversary, and they declined. Don and Maxine don't know how true that is, but that's it what sounds about right. It's consistent. Don Robinson isn't well, we, we need to pray for her in this season. <laughs> She, she's not well. I worked with her, uh, you know, when I executive produced R&B Divas. She was on season one. So you know. I know it firsthand. She was season one? She was season one of, of California, LA. Yeah. Got you. So she's special. And I mean special. <laughs> you know how, how even how I met Dawn to approach her for the show was literally in Miranda Del Rey. I was at the light and I saw Don Robinson coming out of the fat burger and I stopped her, I put on my hazards and oh my stopped God, her. Oh my God. And I should have knew at that time that someone that would talk to me in the middle of the street Cause I, I admit my craziness, but <laughs> when I stopped my car in the middle of the street in Marina Del Rey, true story, right, right by the Fatberg and um, FedEx Kinko's on that side. But and so Don stopped and we talked like it was nothing going on. I say, hey, what? You know, so I got the show, so, which is a spinoff. And so she was. That's how I connected with Don. But I heard the stories over the years, of course, from of course. previous management yeah, yeah, about yeah. her specifically and Rafael Sadiq's experience with Lucy Pearl and. One of the best R and B albums ever, Lucy yeah. Pearl's. What uh, one album That's is the shit? Yeah, yeah. Over but, this break, listen to Lucy Pearl album. It's amazing. Lucy Pearl, amazing right. album. But Don is man. I wish Invoke could get it together. But it, it makes me sad because if we're keeping it really, really real, there's just something about Don with Invoke that mm-hmm. you have to have yep. her to really sound like the Invoke that we loved. Like there's her ad libs and the way she approaches. She has a really interesting voice. It's a dope voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not conventional, but what she added to the group was unique. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what they had was lightning in a bottle. It was lightning in a bottle, yeah. and the way she, yeah, like like think about how crazy it is to cover giving him something you can feel, which Aretha Franklin did, mm-hmm. but yes. still have the style enough to make it your own. Yeah, yeah. That's hard to do because mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin is a fucking Aretha Franklin. Yeah, shout out to, but and folks, I love to see the original. And yeah. it would have to be Same EV5 here. at this point, right? Because they're not letting go of Rona. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be Was it Rona or Rona? Ronavirus. <laughs> Ronavirus. <laughs> Shit getting real. <laughs> Sylvia Ronavirus. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Sylvia Rona. Who, who actually worked with In Vogue on that. Yeah, that was her artist. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> real talk, though. You know what Google, I think, was way ahead of their time? Who? You know, don't laugh, but I think Janae was ahead of their time. Yeah, 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 I love Janae. Because everything people are doing right now. Yeah, that Neo, they, they. That's sending my love They hit right you. before the, the Erica's and the Jill Scott's yeah, and man. all that stuff. They were ahead of their time. Yeah, yeah bro. I, my brother KG, this is his group. Yeah. Crazy. KG, KG really, is the shit. He really deserves an Esther we role. Wrote together. He, he, he does. Yeah, he definitely does. Renee and, and Jean Baylor, right? Yeah, yeah. They're both dope too. Yo, so I, I've been locked in on Netflix like heavier than I've ever been 
thank God for that twelve ninety nine or whatever the hell it is. Right, <laughs> right, right. But I've been watching like a bunch of documentaries and just a bunch of shows that I'm just catching up on, binge watching. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, actually one of those shows is actually Greenleaf. I never watched Greenleaf. Really? <laughs> I love I'm, Greenleaf. I'm way behind on Greenleaf, but I do love no, Greenleaf. I, I love yeah, Greenleaf. So I've been watching that binge watch. I'm on season three or so now, but that's what I've been watching. What I should watch Greenleaf. Yeah, I Greenleaf. love Greenleaf. Shout out to Lady May. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn Whitfield does an amazing job yeah. in that role. I mean, she just, man, I'm, I'm at season three where Latoya Luckett is a part of the I'm cast. way behind that. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm in season two. Job she did a great job. Yeah. Great job on the show. What are y'all yeah. watching? Um, Actually, go ahead. Now I was gonna throw it to you because Timon is the one who put me on to what I was caught up with is that Soul Deep documentary. Yeah, that's what I've been watching. So What's let's that? talk about that then. Soul Deep. Yeah. So that? like, there's a documentary that came out in like 2005, 2006, um, and it's called Soul Deep, and it talks about the inception of like R&B music and how it started. All and then it talks, it goes through like how um, white America in like the 50s and 60s started to like try to it's like, on youtube it's on youtube, on YouTube it's, not, it's yeah. not on like netflix or anything is it on our favorite youtube channel tomorrow our real, real, black? real black real black yeah real See, black I'm, I'm obsessed with real black me too yeah anybody everybody listening go subscribe on youtube to real black r-e-e-l black B-L-A-K. yeah it's, it's really good yeah. yeah yeah keep going i'll tell you yeah it talks about how you know white america kind of took from r&b and turned it into rock and roll and then they just kind of go through different pivotal moments of R&B history. The only, my only disdain about this entire, you know, docu-series is how they tried to paint Whitney Houston as someone that wasn't connected to the culture and made, you know, and while we love Mary J. Blige, it's like they tried to make Mary J. Blige the savior of R&B music. Really? And, yeah, yeah. Like the, well, the, well, to be fair, they, Cause I watched I watched it all the way through too, and and then yeah. I sent it to Chuck. I was like, "Yeah, Yo, you got to watch this." They paint they painted that whole era too, like because they skipped over. They made they basically made it seem like the late seventies and the early eighties and early nineties was like when black people were doing really good. Yeah. So the music was kind of not potent. Right. So because they didn't right. they didn't mention Michael Jackson at all at all or Prince at all really, which was weird to me. Yeah. And they made Whitney Houston seem like she was the face of like this kind of like opulent kind of she she not really culturally aware of black music, which I don't agree with. But I agree. But then once I got past that, my ego mm-hmm. on that part. Yeah. And I start, I just got into the whole Mary because the last episode was about Mary. Yeah. Like I hate they made Whitney look like that, but what they were saying about Mary was actually was, yeah, dope. it was true. But I wish they would have yeah. given Whitney her props. There should have yeah. been one more episode. There should have been an episode yeah. about Michael, Whitney, Prince, that era, right. and then gone to the Mary era. Because if it weren't for someone like a Whitney Houston on being a black female in the 80s and taking the kind of hit that she took, we wouldn't have had a Mary J. Blige who was able to kind of come right. through the fire and be the prominent Mary J. Blige who's known to not just black folks, but anytime Mary comes out, she's selling a certain amount of records every week because... White folks buy her shit too. So, well, Chuck, you watch it. What do you think? I thought the same thing. Uh, what What intrigued me about the documentary was uh, the the part on Sam Cooke. Yeah, yeah, so mm-hmm. good, man. Like his his life was so was so complex, but he was a, such a part of what we now know as crossing over, mm-hmm. right? And I think he don't get credit for it. Like, so he opened a lot of doors. For, for black music and, and black music ownership because mm. he owned his own label and he was signing artists and putting them out too. So I just think he don't get an, a, a lot of props and he, he could be mentioned in, in, in with the, the other great businessmen. Yeah. And it was strategic too. It wasn't like it happened by happenstance. Like he said, I'm yeah. going to do this. And That's what I'm saying. It. Like he's, yeah. a, he's a great businessman. Other part that I really loved was that I feel like, and maybe because I'm a, I'm a child of the 80s and I'm an MTV kid, I would say, that by the time when we were coming up Aretha Franklin and Stevie Wonder those two stick out to me the most were already legendary mm-hmm. yeah so we got a part of them we knew all the old records but we got them as just legendary so it was really dope to see Stevie in the studio because Ooh, you don't, so you don't really get to see Stevie in the creative you just know that songs in the kid life it, you were born and they told you that this is a classic right. so you just gotta, gotta accept it 
Like I really until that documentary, I didn't really know who Stevie was in the studio. Me with. neither. I just thought he was by mm. himself, but I didn't realize those that. two guys. I, I never knew it because he's so right. he's so self contained. I just right. thought he was just in there. I'm sure he had an engineer, but those guys was helping coming up with, with sounds and playing sounds and triggering stuff for three albums for, for three, Song of the Kid Life. Yeah, uh, like three of ones. them. Yeah, interventions, yeah. all of it. It was crazy, and just to watch him as a young, like genius figuring it out and like playing all the instruments. You just don't see that footage of Stevie because it goes from Motown Stevie to like 80 Stevie for me. The, the Stevie with the, the Huxtables. Right, exactly. <laughs> Jamming exactly, on the one. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I, I never saw him in the creative yeah. process like how we're in the studio just trying to figure it out. Yeah. So it made me realize that like, okay, he had that process where he was sweating down the studio mm -hmm. and listening back and experimenting and trying shit. And that was super dope. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> I'm like, this sound familiar. <laughs> you like, it sound familiar, Chuck? <laughs> yeah, so you should. Oh, Lord. What is this, Lord? It sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> Did it sound like me? So for all those that don't realize it, that's the <laughs> legend himself, Johnny Gill. Song is called 5,000 Miles, written and produced by our very own Chuck Harmony. What? Chuck is over there cringing, like, what is this nigga about to say? <laughs> so I, I want to take this moment to, Jono. to salute Johnny Gill. Jono. So beyond JG. the greatness, this Johnny Gill's done great shit in his life. He's been a part of New Edition, did great records with Stacey Ladder, saw great solo records. LSG. LSG. Can you stand the rain? Legend. Can you stand the rain? Can you stand the rain? But the legendary moment why I want to salute my nigga, Johnny Gill. I know what you're about to say. <laughs> I heard Quest Love podcast. Yes. And we have a common enemy. Hold <laughs> And his name is Brian. Last name McKnight. <laughs> what did Johnny say about Brian? He's not fucking with him. He's not playing with him. Yo, play the clip. Is there, is there without, you know, because we're not gotcha journalism or anything. Who would you say, who did you have a friendly rivalry with, at least like in terms of like. That you wanted to go at? But not not level for sport because again I know that your level of singing is is out mm. of this world, but just or you know like you want me to be honest? You and yeah. Albie, well, I'm gonna be really honest, yes, I, and it's not even like it was a rivalry, a friendly rivalry because I just never particularly cared for for Brian McKnight. Oh, um, and so every I'm time I'll be back, y'all. Every time I would get on the show or go on the show with him, you best believe you're gonna see Johnny. Tearing that house inside out, and it was all, it's always been personal. Wait. Wow. I just never, wait, I listen. Wait, you're not like, I'm trying to be all politically correct on this show, <laughs> make the artist feel safe. And yeah, <laughs> and he knows it. I mean, it's not so What happened with him, it's just something that happened in the past that was just like, What's her this, name? This guy always just kind of made it. Like, What's her name? He was cool, and then he was just one of those guys. Sometime he guys, like, I don't, I can't deal with. Sometimes people, one minute Ooh. they cool with you, the next minute you see them, they I act know like that's right, John. Like I'm from DC, and I'm just so one. Play I'm consistent. Shit. The guy that you see today, you'll see next week, next year, mm -hmm. and the following. And so I was like, yo. So sometimes and he acts him, new on you. Yeah, so I've seen Still? him on, on. Well, we don't talk, 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 talk. So yo, you heard it right there, Johnny Gill. Shout out to Questlove. Yeah. Yeah, but um, so it looks so, like you so, know. So you're not starting back at one. No, I'm not starting back at one. Brian okay. McKnight is really an a hole. I didn't already curse enough, so I'm gonna edit myself now. He's already <laughs> <laughs> no, he's an asshole. Like seriously, my experience with him at that Chevron gas station on Centinella, I'll never forget <laughs> it. I'll never forget it. Taking their both pumps when he didn't have to. He had a sports car. I had an SUV. Share. <laughs> Yo, we came back into season two, and he's still pissed. <laughs> he never let it go. Shout out to Johnny Gill. Shout out to Johnny Gill, though. JG. We sound crazy. I just want y'all to know that I'm very, very, a very, very, a very, very lit. A very, very, a very, very, a lit. Crazy. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, Meg. I'm way too exclusive. I don't shop on Insta boutiques. All them little ass clothes only fit fake booties. Bad bitch, still talking cash shit. Pussy like water, I'm a brother and relaxing. I would never trip on a nigga if I had him. Bitch, that's my trash. You the maid, so you bagged him. I'm a savage. Yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Yeah. Sassy, moody, nasty. Yeah. Hack 
Megan the Stallion. The Meg. Meg. Megan. Stallion. Megan. That's savage for all y'all that don't know Meg, so. It's taking over TikTok right now. It's taking over TikTok right now. But I also brought her up because I thought the whole situation with her with her contract. So what happened? What was what was going on? Because I saw just some clips of like so the owner who's Well, the reason I bring it up is this, is that see, I feel like and I'm speaking for you, Chuck. I hope I'm not speaking too too fast, but I feel like me and Chuck are in the middle where I understand both sides because she's an artist. And I understand how an artist feels about how they want to be treated, well, how they want to be able to freedom to put their records out and express themselves. I get it because I'm an artist as well. But then, and then there's this whole label side that she's not seeing. But the, the whole thing that the whole label dude said was totally legit about like, the sacrifice that the indie puts in to break an artist like that and the money spent and then the majors come in afterwards and want them to just like swoop up and sell you a dream and make you look great and what happened to all the sacrifice, how do we get that money back, right? Yeah, because yeah, it's a real investment. It's it an really investment. Is. I saw where she was coming from where like, why are you trying to hold me back from like getting big and, and blowing up and taking over the world and they're like, yeah, we want you to do that but also we're part of the reason why you're here. We're trying so to eat too. We're trying to eat yeah. too. <laughs> So it's just, it, mm. it's a sticky situation that never gets solved. And it's an age old situation with uh, artists and indie labels before mm. they get, before they blow up. But it's, it's crazy that that still hasn't been resolved as a part of this whole business. It's just crazy. But I just think people, as people grow popularity wise, other additional players, you know, can potentially come into the mix. Absolutely. So yeah. everyone's, you know, going for that same piece of pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, cause in this case, you got what, 1501 Entertainment, which is the label Meg is signed with, but I think she's signed to 300 mm. and then managed by Rock, Rock Nation. Nation. All aspiring artists, please read your contracts, get yeah. a great entertainment attorney. Yeah. And uh, just know what you're signing up for. Yeah. And, and also, know, like, it's not, you know, this business is not a fantasy. Like, no. it's yeah. actually a business. And so there's dollars and cents involved in people that. It, it is, but I don't think people really understand how everything costs. Yeah. Everything. 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 Every music video, glam, wardrobe, you know, travel, directors, you know, yes. it's just, I yeah. mean, studio everything. costs, engineers, there's hotels, so many people. Hotels. All of it. It's a lot. It's a lot it's of a investment. Lot. Well, we love you, Meg. <laughs> we love Bro, Meg. Well, what's up, Meg? I hope you're doing well during the Rona. You know what I'm saying? We Shout out to Meg. Meg. So, how do you feel about Meg? Where does she line up in with all the other female hip hop artists? Uh, Cardi B and Young MA. Like mm. a lot of new Nicki Minaj is still around. Of course, Remy of course. Ma is still around. Remy. You know, Trina still around. Trina still around. You got Meg. You know, it's just you a got lot of Rhapsody. Raps. Oh, I love Rhapsody. Rhapsody is dope. You know what I'm saying? Rhapsody is dope. Yeah, Rhapsody. Yeah. Interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's. I don't know where she. I mean, I I think Meg is up there. I like Meg. I would like to see. I haven't, we haven't heard the full blown out album Meg yet. Like I I would like to see what that looks like in the long run. Like I would like to see Meg in the studio with Pharrell for a whole album. Well, that, that, that would be dope. I know yeah. she went in with him. Real talk, you know what would be awesome? I'd love to see Megan Timbaland. Mm. Yeah. 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 All his crazy beats and how she rhymes and shit and just do some some weird, like the shit he was giving Missy, some weird, like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Some socket to me shit and see what she says over some shit like that. Nigga, Not just your typical, motherfucker. play socket to me, my nigga. Yo, socket to me, Missy Elliott? I love socket to me. Socket to me, who's that, in the brat? Alert. Alert. You just unlocked. Have extended play. Have extended play. Have extended play. Have extended play. Fucking it up. I'm 
nigga for life, baby. <laughs> Let's continue to drive all these motherfuckers crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Timberland, I see you, baby. I feel you. Uh, sock it to him, goddammit. It's 9-7. It's the motherfucking bitch era. What y'all niggas wanna do? The brat tat tat on that ass once more. Uh, I'm out the door, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Brad's so gangster with that shot. She killed that shit. About the extended play. Hey, 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 The M I to the SS, they put that on my chest. My car's the way that I flex, and people say I'm dope as fuck. They say I'm just too fly. I make them wanna get high. They want a piece of this guy, but I'm just too damn good for them. No way to flip my shit. It feels like a good hit, and even if you bite, nigga, you can't get smoke a little bit of this hate. Nigga, what you got to say? Put the bad 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 bad. Put the bad 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 bad. We riding through your hood with a top down in the SLK. Nigga, that messy shit. Hold on, I got one, one, more, one, one more before we go back. This track, I'm sorry. This shit is extended play. Sorry, I got one more. Where you go, remember me. I'm the best thing in history. So, baby, we're gonna try to give people some inspiration. If you don't got a gun, it's alright. If you're making legal money, it's alright. If you gotta keep your clothes on, it's alright. You ain't gotta sell your love phone, it's alright. And your wheels don't spin, it's alright. And you gotta wear them jeans again, it's alright. Yeah, if you try it, oh well, it's alright. MC, stop the beef, let's sell, it's alright. I need rims that don't listen in the booming system. First piece of change I see, I'm gonna get more. 745, no license drive. I ain't even got a home, I guess I live in my ride. Fuck it. I can hear myself, but I can't feel myself. I wanna feel myself like Tweet. Crazy. Crazy. Here we go. <laughs> get here if you can. <laughs> before, the, before the city shuts down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can truly reach me. You can reach me by cell phone. You reach me by. You reach me by WhatsApp. You can reach me by stay six feet the fuck away from me. <laughs> you can reach me on an airplane. You can reach me with your mind. Please reach me with your mind and these. Reach you, reach you with your me mind. By Cross the desert like an errand man. I don't care how you get here, just get here. This is the opposite okay. of what you should be doing right now. Don't get here. Stay your ass at home. Reach Stay me with your, your mind. Stay me with your mind. That's so good. <laughs> Only reach me with your mind. That's it. Hey, well, this is it. Another uplift episode. Us. Yeah, let's uplift. Um, Everyone keep your heads up. Keep it's, your heads up, y'all. We're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. Um, so this is uh, Corona. Why Corona is it, 2020. Why is this our first episode, though? Corona twenty twenty. Yes, <laughs> it's just it just is what it is. But it's just, man. it brings the people together. It does. So man. hey man. Till next time, y'all. Thank yeah, you. We're grateful. Thank for you. you. All right. Ooh, yeah. Well, oh yeah. Uh, here we go, y'all. Sing a little message out to those of y'all who feel like you're struggling. It's a simple song. Mm. Yeah. La da 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 da. 
Rest in peace, Big Jim Wright.